Welcome to Industrious Radio, a weekly show dedicated to exploring what does it mean to work hard, live fit, and have the absolute best life possible. The show is hosted by Barry Napier, Stephen Hitt, Jeremy Donner, and a revolving cast and crew of super cool people. It's showtime. Welcome, friends, to the Industrious Radio Show. We have a full house here today. I have Steve-O, Jer Bear, and we have a special guest, Marcus. Welcome, gentlemen, to the studio. Thanks hey, for having thank us. You. What up? Hey, guys, how's it going? Well, listen, we've got an exciting show today. So, Marcus, first of all, thanks for carving time out of your exceptionally busy life to come and hang out with us at the studio and talk a little bit about what you do and uh, who you are and how CrossFit has really had an impact on your life. So maybe what we could do to get started for our listeners out there who don't know you, maybe just introduce yourself a little bit, give us a little bit of your, your background, your story, what what you doing, who you, you know, who are you, and all that good stuff, and we can uh, get into some interesting topics, I think. All right, great. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Um, so I, I've lived in uh, Washington for about two years now. Uh, I'm, I'm married. I've got three little kids, uh, two boys and a little girl. Uh, I've been involved in law enforcement for going on nine years now, uh, which is how I learned about CrossFit and, and kind of started going for it. Uh, so I don't know, that's a little bit about me. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Uh, how long have you? Uh, how long have you been a police officer? Uh, about nine years now. Yeah, I spent eight years in Arizona and then um, moved up to the Northwest, and I've had a year here. Got it. Got it. So one one year in the Northwest. How's yep. the adjustment been from Arizona to Seattle? Uh, I absolutely love it. Um, I grew up outside of Portland, Oregon, and in um, a little mountain town outside of Denver, Colorado. So the desert was never somewhere that I really enjoyed. Um, I really like just. Um, the scenery, nature out here, and so for me, it's been awesome. I've loved it up here. Did you go down there to get involved in law enforcement? Is that kind of what brought you down? No, you know my uh, my parents um, moved down there. My dad became a professor at ASU, and so kind of naturally followed them out, um, and just ended up kind of getting set up there. And I considered doing law enforcement for for a while. I tried a couple desk jobs that just really didn't fit for me, and so uh, I started applying out there. And then once you know you get on to a police department. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said for putting some time in where you're at and, uh, laterally and out of state is not necessarily easy. So, um, once we got set there, we kind of stuck for a while. Yeah, not yeah. totally. And so one of your goals when you got started with, um, with, with the, the department there was to get into, was not just to do normal stuff, right? You want, you had kind of like your eye on a cool prize, right? You want yeah. to do some crazy stuff. Okay. I'm stuff. hired, but I'm ready for the next step. Yeah, Let's exactly. do this. Let's do this. So yeah. Tell us, so tell us a little bit about your journey there. You kind of got started and then you got into some interesting stuff that, and I think there's a cool story there as it like connects to how CrossFit maybe came into play. So give us yeah. the idea. Yeah. So I, uh, I, when I got into law enforcement, my goal was always to make SWAT team. Um, that was what I really wanted to do. Um, and I think it's kind of, for me, it was really interesting, but you'll find in pretty much any profession that there's a huge difference in the community within it. Um, so within CrossFitters, but also within police officers, uh, there's people that f- have all different interests within it. Um, mine was the tactical side. That's what I really wanted to do. And so that's what, uh, as soon as I got hired, I started training for uh, and trying to get myself set up to do. Uh, and that's how I was introduced to CrossFit. Uh, so this was back in uh, 2008, 2009. Uh, so I had never heard of CrossFit. I mean, it was, you know, I, I wrestled in high school and nobody had ever talked about anything like it. Um, and so there's a couple uh, team guys that uh, introduced me to it, brought me through some workouts and I, I got hooked. Um, I've been doing it ever since. Now, yeah. what, so when you were training with the squad, were they going to a gym or were they, was this like old school where they had like a garage set up and they would just, you know, throw down in the garage and they're like, get in here, squatty. Yeah. Or did they actually have a gym they were going to? No, super old school. So uh, I definitely started out of um, 
the District 1 Police Department gym, um, which, you know, is uh, relatively makeshift. You know, we had some bars. We didn't have bumpers. We had metal plates. Um, yeah, all, all sorts of different, just mismatch of gear. Um, we actually had a rower, so that was pretty sweet. Um, yeah, it was like the high-tech piece yeah, of the equipment exactly. there. You're like, holy cow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but so that's that really definitely how I started um, out of a garage. And then, you know, same thing, I transitioned to doing it at, at home. Um, so it took me a couple of years before I actually got into a true CrossFit gym. Um, and I, I got talked into that as well. I was like, oh, I don't, why do I need to go anywhere? I'm doing just fine here where I'm at. And uh, again, I went into a real gym and that also changed my perspective. And I've, I've never gone back. <laughs> yeah. totally. your, well, do you remember your first workout ever? Um, I was trying to remember what it was. I think that it was... I think it was probably uh, like some version of like a Cindy type workout. That's what like, that's what mine okay. was. Yeah, my the, yeah I did Cindy for the first time in 2006 in an LA Fitness or 2007, uh, the day after Thanksgiving. Did like six rounds. Yeah, it, it really was like that too. Yeah. You're like, man, that was pretty good. I think. Yeah, however many you did was great and, uh, compared to where we're at now. Yeah, that yeah. mine was lit. Mine was rowing. It was like a 250 meter row, a 15 kettlebell swings, and like five pull ups. And it was like the hardest. And I, I walked in there thinking like I was all jacked. I'd been you know just your traditional like bodybuilder style yeah. lifter, and I just got destroyed. So it was like three rounds. I was like walk out crippled. I was like this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember seeing the workout Fran and being like, oh man, maybe someday we'll be able to finish that. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, oh man, that that's is. Right. I, I love those old school like gyms and that old school startup style yeah, mentality. Well, and that's just that's where the, you know the roots of CrossFit are. I mean, you, you know, in the in the old days, it was Coach Glassman and in, in, in his clients, and and in CrossFit programming was originally designed yes for fitness, but what it attracted was first responders, law enforcement, military, because of the nature of what those jobs entail. You know. Uh, these guys have to go out there every day and they, do, they don't know what they're going to get into. So they have to be strong. They have to have great cardiorespiratory endurance. They have to have great agility and balance. They have to have great power. I mean, sometimes these guys got to get in fights with people. Um, and, 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 you know, they don't know what, what, what they're going to be facing. And so that's what CrossFit, uh, attracted. And, um, and it, it, and that's, that was the roots was the unknown and the unknowable. And, you know, now we know CrossFit is, it's a great fitness program that, that, that appeals to, you know, everybody because it's fitness. And we know that it appeals to the, to the people that are interested in the sport side of it, but go into, you know, how you view CrossFit is helpful in your job, your day to day, everything that you do from a, um, from a, you know, physical standpoint at work to a mental standpoint at work. Um, and just talk to us a little bit about the rigors in this, in the perspective of a police officer. I think that that's really interesting to hear. Yeah. Well, so the, you know, the unknown and unknowable is obviously a huge part of law enforcement. It's part of what, you know, brought me to the career that I liked so much is that every day was a little bit different. Um, and so CrossFit is, you know, better than anything else I've ever seen, um, helps train people to adjust to that and be able to handle it. Um, so for me, the, the physical side of it, um, you know, I, I obviously, like I said, was training to get onto a SWAT team, uh, which means that you're carrying, you know, anywhere from 40 to 90 pounds of extra gear on you. Um, you're, you're, Training days are 12 hours long and they're nonstop. They're packed. Uh, so there's not, it's not classroom. It's all active running, um, doing SWAT work. Uh, and then, you know, your actual live assignments, missions, I um, mean, you know, they can go from anything from, you know, getting in fights to being on barricades for, you know, 10, 12, 20 hours. Um, again, all that time in gear. And for me, I started in Arizona. So you're fighting the elements as well. Um, 
during the summer at night, you know, it's still 90 plus degrees. And then obviously during the day, it's 115 to, to higher in the sun. Uh, so for me, doing CrossFit was something that really helped me physically get to where I needed to be uh, to handle the rigors of that kind of assignment and, and just the, the unknown and unknowable. Um, in law enforcement community, um, there's there's a large group of, of people that kind of a, um, have the mindset that I'm going to do everything that I can so that if the the slightest difference in um, my fitness or capacity is the difference between me or my um, teammates or you know some innocent person in, in the public um, getting home safely uh, that that I'm going to do that extra work and so CrossFit for me was a, a big part of that of knowing that you know when I get into the gym I'm going to do everything that I can in the time that I have to do it uh, so that I'm the best version of myself uh, to be able to help out, um, you know, my community and my teammates and make sure that we all get home safe. So um, for that, I absolutely loved CrossFit. Uh, it, it got me onto the team. It, it got me into exceptional shape on it. Um, you know, when we were very, very competitive, uh, which I think you guys have probably seen with me at the gym, I, I, <laughs> I like to compete. Uh, so um, it brought me to a level where I could compete with anybody on my team, which I thought was pretty darn cool. Uh, but the thing that I thought that it, it changed the most was it, it helps you work and train on your mindset day in, day out. Uh, and that's probably the, the biggest thing for me about CrossFit that I, that I absolutely loved is, you know, you walk into the gym and you see some of these workouts and, uh, whether or not they read easy or hard, like you think it's going to be, oh, this will be great or not. There's some point in every workout that you feel like you get kind of slapped across the face and you get to look inside and see what your, your inner monologue is really telling you um, and and just push through it. Um, and so that, that for me has been like a daily mindset training that has – Play, pay dividends uh, for me when I'm actually at work because it's really easy when you're at the end of a 12-hour day and some call kicks out that you don't want to go to uh, that you know is going to be intensive. It's going to take a long time and uh, be able to you know come back to that mindset training that you've had and, and kind of flip the script and, and get yourself back in the game. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I, 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 you know, Coach Glassman in the old days said the greatest adaptation in CrossFit happens between the years, and that's an old quote. You know, I haven't heard it in a long time. You just reminded me of it. And it's so true. I mean, every day you go in and you work out and you're, you, you're, you're trying to go for this physical stimulus, but what's really happening in a CrossFit gym or, um, uh, or during a CrossFit workout is you, you are, you are creating habits within your mind of resilience in that you, you can get through it. And it, you know, it's, it's not good enough to get to the five yard line and not punch the ball in the end zone, you know, to finish the job and, yeah. um, and, and do it right. And, and, you know, it's such a huge, powerful aspect. And we've seen that we've heard that feedback from, you know, all the people that work out with us over at Primera and our corporate program. Um, just the, the amount of resilience that it develops, it, it, it really does create new habits and new, um, new mindsets, more mental toughness, if you will. It's, a, it's very powerful. Especially yeah. if you look at your fitness as a place to test yourself, to develop that strength, for the rest of your life, right? right? Because I mean, whether it's on the job or whether it's just all the random other stress, you know, it's like taxes, tax season next yeah. week. That's pretty stressful. <laughs> yeah. Unexpected. Yep. You might get that big tax <laughs> bill back, slap in the face. Maybe that happened to yeah. somebody. I maybe. can't wait for mine. Yeah. Maybe that happened uh, to yeah. somebody sitting my in this favorite room. Day of yeah, the year. totally. We get our tax bill. So yeah. that's what your training's for, for that day, right? Where you're like, you know what? It's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. And it's a little bit of that embrace the suck and push through, right? So the only way forward is 
goes through. And training ourselves and understanding that's a skill set and that's a that's a muscle, a, a mind muscle that we build over time. It's equally important in some cases, far vast, probably maybe even more important than our physical capacity. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Go into um, one of the things that I've uh, I'm in a leadership organization here in in Snohomish County called Leadership Snohomish County, and what's really cool is we get perspectives into all kinds of different elements that make our county operate. And one of the days that 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 we spent was with uh, South Precinct in the Everett Police. Department. Oh, cool. And we got to go through and see just how, how it works and, and, and hear about the community from their perspective and the challenges that our law enforcement see out there every single day. And uh, one of the experiences that we got to have is they have a very state-of-the-art police simulator in, in the police station. And I mean, it's 360 degrees and they can throw any scenario out there. And, you know, we got to participate in this thing and they run you through any scenario and there's, there's it's interactive, right? So, so anything can happen and somebody's controlling it and they can control VR? Is it a VR? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's total virtual reality and you have a gun and, you know, you're trying to address like a traffic stopper and oh my goodness, I shot every innocent person in that simulator <laughs> and I got shot by every bad guy like oh. and, and it was all you know like um, one of the simulations was this guy gets out of the car pissed off and says uh, reaches into his car and says I've had it with this shit reaches into his car pulls out his cell phone I'm calling my lawyer and I shot him <laughs> before he like before I even realized what he was pulling out in the next the next one was he pu- pulled out a gun and then I didn't shoot and he shot me you know so go into just the the unbelievable challenges that you face on every stop, every interaction, you know, how quick things happen. I mean, uh, uh, you know, just those decisions that you have to make that are truly life and death decisions. I think it'd be really interesting for everybody, for all of our listeners to understand your guys's perspective. We see a lot of stuff in the news as it relates to, you know, uh, you know, police brutality and other stuff. And I'm sure that that, you know, that, that stuff is real and it exists, but, but, you know, Go into just the complexities of the job and, and how how crisp and sharp you have to be and how training with CrossFit helps you do that. Okay. So um, I, I think one of the things that that always stands out to me um, in any scenario that you look at and when you start getting people in real like live action training or in, in real life as an officer is how quickly things um, move and, and how fast things can spiral out of control. Um and so that's really been, I mean, as far as policing goes, the thing that's the most difficult to deal with is that um, it just, it all happens in a blink of an eye and you don't have a lot of time to, um, you know, sit back and necessarily like really break things down and figure out exactly what somebody's intent is. Uh, so that makes law enforcement very, very difficult. Uh, one of the things that I, that I often tell people um, that aren't in it is to remember that, you know, first of all, I'm at least for me, you know, I'm really here to help. I would like to find a way to help you go through whatever you're doing, but I don't know what, what you're capable of. And one of the things that you're, you're taught, um, and I, I think I agree with, is that the person that is the most dangerous to you as a police officer is not necessarily the one that is, um, you know, f- just over the top uh, aggressive, um, at least as far as like, in, in, like if they're coming at you aggressively, that's something different. But like yelling and screaming, it's somebody that has decided that they're actually going to target you. And that person is probably going to attempt to um, not 
give off all those implications. So, you know, where I, I come up and deal with somebody on a traffic stop, um, I, I don't necessarily know who they are. I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt, uh, but I don't know who you are. I don't know what you've done. And I'm going to treat you with respect uh, and professionalism, but know that I, I can't see what you're thinking. And when you start doing things and act a certain way, um, as a police officer, your job is to help control the scene, um, whatever that may be. Uh, so tying some of that back into, into CrossFit is it just comes back to some of that, that mindset and getting used to things, um, moving quickly and, and dealing with adversity. And also decision-making under duress, yeah. right? Yeah, I mean, right. that's the other thing. I think fatigue, I mean, we forget, like, we're people, right? And so right. it's like long days, long, I mean, you're working 12-hour days, you know, it's like all that. I mean, part of that conditioning and, and that training is being able to stay mentally sharp and to make the quick decisions and to quickly assess situations when there's a lot of other things going on. Right. You know, and that's a part of the thing. Well, also you develop in the gym as well. Yeah. Yeah. I have so much respect for you guys and what you do. It is, it is incredible. Um, and just seeing the, the, the little doses that I've seen and granted, I, I haven't been out in, I've, I have not been in a squad car. I've not gone out on, on like ride alongs or any of that. All I've seen is a police simulator. And I feel like that was enough to understand that these guys have literally the hardest job on planet earth. One of them. And, um, and it's just unbelievable what you guys do and, and, and how you do it. Well, it, it can be a really fun, rewarding job, but you, you definitely are dealing with people on their worst days. Um, you know, whether or not it's because we initiated it because we've pulled somebody over or, you know, the calls that um, I think end up being a little bit more impactful are the ones that were called to where, where somebody is, is reached out for help and had to call 911 and something yeah. is really going on. Uh, and so it, it definitely has a a lot of stress associated with it. And there's a, there's a long grind to the career itself. I mean, just, uh, you know, one call on top of another and building over, over years. Uh, and so that's another aspect where CrossFit has been phenomenal. Just, uh, for me, it, it's definitely my stress outlet. Um, it's a way that I really am able to, um, go process things that I've dealt with at work. Um, let go of some of that, you know, emotional buildup. Um, I, I know <laughs> my wife really appreciates it too. There's plenty of times where, um, I, maybe I'm a little grumpy or something like that at home, and she she kicks me out. She tells me, "Hey, go go move some weight. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't feel better again." Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, like maintaining that. You know, when we think about mental toughness, I think we're like we think about dealing with adversity and all this, but also I also think part of mental toughness is staying positive yeah. and not not allowing. You know, you you deal with a lot of shit situations, right? And so, whether you're there to take out the trash or make sure that it doesn't like spill all over, all over into everything else and create a bunch of chaos and confusion, like like you said, you're dealing with people on their worst days a lot of times, or you're dealing with a horrific situation or something crazy happening that's outside the normal. And you know, early on in my career when I was a consultant, I actually did a little bit of work with uh, with a local local city government, and we did a little bit of work with their police, their police. Uh, force was part of that training. One of the things that struck me was the level of uh, was the level of kind of cynicism or or just tough. They were tough. They were emotionally hardened. Yeah. So it's not like they were cruel. It wasn't like mean or they were like they weren't like a bunch of assholes. But I mean, it was like just emotionally. You know, it like these were guys, career guys, long. Right. You know, who've been in the business, like been in that job for a long time, and they just dealt with so much. And so, man, talk to us about how you stay. Like how you yeah how you stay positive and, and keep that 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 fresh perspective and that good perspective. Well, uh, so there's definitely a lot of that. In, in <laughs> uh, you see, you guys are kind of old crusty guys that uh the you know yeah the cynicism has got to them the day in day out grind and I mean it, it can be um 
<laughs> can be a difficult job too because there's a lot of monotony in it. You know, you get called to some things and you're like, I can't believe somebody thought to call the police for this. How? Right. How do <laughs> like, you think I'm going to help? What out? was the decision making uh, yeah. that picked the phone up and called us to yeah. come here? I mean, come yeah. on. Exactly. Are you a ten year old? Oh, okay. Like, there's, there's definitely some yeah. of that. Um, but you're right on that, that mindset is a huge, huge part of it and finding ways to stay positive. Um, and so it's one of the things that I absolutely love about physical, physical fitness and really focusing on it is that, um, well, I'll relate it back to the story. So when I first uh, made the SWAT team, so you pass your SWAT test, you know, you get through all this stuff, you're really excited, you're like, man, I think I'm going to make it. And you still have a whole year of training to go through before you're actually like considered operational. But they pulled us into this room, um, and this this dude that's just a like a TV show SWAT guy, like just you know, I mean, he's the quintessential dude. He gets up and he starts barking at us, and you know, um, he ends up saying that just uh, you haven't arrived. Um, you're you're never going to arrive. So don't think that you have. And if at any point you think that you have, you need to quit because you're a detriment to your team, to your community and to yourself. Um, and so for me, physical fitness has always been that you've never arrived. You have to pay, uh, you know, Josh Bridges, pay the man, uh, pay your dividends every, every single day. Um, and so it's the same thing in, in so many other aspects of our life. So it's the same thing in um, in your profession. You know, you you have to stay constantly working on these things. You can't rely on what you did yesterday or the week before because it it, it doesn't it doesn't continue to work the same way. And your mindset's the same. Um, and I look at it uh, that way with my family. You know, I mean, I. I have a perception of who I want to be as a husband and a dad. And, um, if I don't work on those things consistently and build those relationships, um, it's not going to matter all the things that I did before, you know, it, it, it's going to continue to evolve and change. Um, and so for me, that's where, um, CrossFit again is just a, another aspect of, of training for those kind of things of knowing that like, Hey, uh, it doesn't matter what I lifted yesterday. I've got to be able to get in and hit the gym again. If I want to maintain where I'm at. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that we talk about often too is, you know, the balance of, of sort of the three most important constituents in your life, which is you and your health and your wellness and, um, in, in your mental health and then, and then your family and then your, your job or your employer. I mean, you know, those, those are three huge things. I mean, those, those are really the three big ones. And so maintaining good and proper healthy balance with all three of those, you know, having time to invest in yourself to to train yourself, your mind, keep your body well, be making sure that you're the best version of yourself so that you can be the best dad and husband that you can be um, and, and continue to re- invest in those relationships at home and then go, go out on the streets and, and protect our communities and protect all of us and be crisp and sharp. You know, that balance is so important. And I love that you bring that up because I feel like sometimes people, they, they're, they're either all about themselves or they're all about their family or they're all about work, but they, they struggle, um, with, with, with balancing the three of those things. And, 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 you know, it's ebbs and flows, right? So sometimes you're going to have a perfect balance, but it's going to move off and you have to constantly stay on top of it. Um, and the more that you stay on top of those three constituents, that's when we found that the momentum really starts to roll with people. Mm -hmm. And we've seen it uh, that that's when they take off is when, when they're, Good things are happening at home. It carries over to work. When it carries over to work, it carries over to the gym. When good things happen into the gym, it carries right back into the house. And if you disrupt any one of those three pillars, those constituents of that lifestyle, uh, you know, then then you know things start to you know uh, have an impact, a negative impact, and you have to recorrect it. Right. Um, so I feel like that's really powerful. That's very cool. 
is like learning to control your focus, you know, because like I think at any given time, if you, you can look at, okay, well, where am I winning or, or where am I losing, you know, as it comes to maybe my job or my, my relationships or my own self and understanding and seeing things as, as a continual process of improvement right. versus a continual series of failures. Like, I just totally suck and I'll never be good enough. <laughs> That's like, that does not put you in a game-winning state. Right. Is to say, I'm always going to be pushing to get more and do more and be more and have more. And th- those are two sides of the exact same coin. Totally. I mean, you're, it's the experience is exactly the same, but on one side, you're propelled further, farther, faster. You do more. You have an incredible life. On the other side, you might be doing great things, but you feel internally like a loser, like, a, like you're failing, and you feel empty. Right. And, and people, you know, I, I really feel like people want to be the best, but I think that that's a mistake. What you want to be the best at is you want to be the best at getting better. Yeah. You know, that's there, and there's a difference there. There's a huge difference. Um, and so if, if you're the best at getting better, you, you make small deposits in those big constituents of, uh, of your life. Small improvements over time lead up to just unbelievable um, outcomes long, long term. And I know that that sounds cliche, but, it, but people forget that stuff all of the time. Um, it, it's not about being the best. It's about being the best at getting better. Consistency, yeah, absolutely. Consistency is the magic. So, in, in Marcus, you patrol. So, Marcus, you're an Edmonds police officer, right? Right. So, you patrol that area that that a lot of the members of the industrious community live in. Yep. And and you patrol the area that is that is right across the street from the gym. Um. So you, so you are literally protecting all of us and the gym. So um, it's it's just awesome. Uh, tell our listeners what you feel like are some of the some of the the challenges that you see firsthand for our community, just from a community standpoint. You know, what is uh, what is Edmonds facing from your perspective, from what you're seeing from a from a crime, from a safety standpoint, um, and 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 what are your perspectives on some of the things that that we can all be doing as a community to help contribute to uh, to making the community better for all of us that we live in and and, and play in. Okay. Um, well, just. First off, I mean, Edmonds is a, a pretty phenomenal community to live in and work in. I can tell you that um, coming from where I did in, in Arizona and what I used to do, my job is uh, considerably uh, less exciting at, at times, I guess I'll say. Um, less stressful, maybe. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, you know, they Edmonds itself doesn't have um, some of the, you know, the like violent crime issues and stuff that, that I've uh, worked in before. Um, I'd say some of the biggest things that, that you know, are, are going on and it, it's throughout the whole region of the Northwest are, um, substance abuse problems. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, drug issues, um, especially up and down highway 99. Um, you know, it's, it's an area that, that brings a lot of that in, which is um, literally the gym is on highway 99. Right. So, yeah. We, yeah. we've had some, Oh, we've, yeah, we've, we've, some stories. we have had yeah. some drop-ins, uh, let drop me tell ins. you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not, not the out-of-state CrossFit or drop-ins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just totally different kind of drop-in. Yeah. But anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, yeah so, um, you know, as far as what, what you know, kind of the, the community can do about that, I think one of the things that's cool about the Northwest is it's it's a very compassionate region um, that, that really is trying to find ways to find, you know, ways to help people and, and solutions to it. Um, one of the things that's difficult about that problem, though, is that that problem is uh, very individual and, and you know, it, it's about the individuals going through it. And a lot of times they're the only ones that really can make the choices to get themselves out of it. Now they can be given, um, you know, the right circumstances and, and the opportunity to, but they still have to make that choice. Um, so I guess it, it comes back to, to 
who you are as a person and the relationships that you build, um, really trying to have those solid relationships with your family and your friends, uh, to try to help people steer away from some of those pitfalls. Um, and, and that's where I've seen the, the most ability for the individual to maybe change some of that is to, you know, whether it be with their kids or their friends, um, help give them kind of that love and support that they need to not go down some of those paths. Um, Prevention is the best medicine. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, yeah. and you know, I, I love that you say that because I feel like we all can play a role in that. You know, we all have, you know, uh, a family member that may be struggling with some of those things and helping them, you know, nip it in the bud as quickly as possible before it spirals into bigger and bigger and bigger issues for them. You know, we all play a role in this problem. Like, in, I think you're referring to like opioid addiction. Yeah. And so, so, you know, from what I've, from what I've seen and gathered in a lot of conversations that I've had over the last year is that, um, is that society looks at these problems as that doesn't impact me, that doesn't affect me. And the reality is, is yes, it absolutely does. You may not see it directly, but these are problems that, that affect all of us, absolutely. And they're, they're solutions that we can all collectively bring to the table, even if it's just you know showing that family member that may be struggling with opioid addiction or something uh, like a prescription pain medi- medication, showing them that you love and care and helping guide them along and intervening when it's appropriate and, and, and when they're ready to make change themselves. You know, that stops them from ultimately destroying relationships, uh, destroying themselves financially that, that could put them out on the streets and now all of a sudden it's it's not uh you know hydrocodeine anymore it's it's a needle going in their arm right and you know we play a role in that i think that's really powerful you bring that up man it's just like in these situations it's like you just want to get people into the gym i think yeah you know it's like you know really because like exactly seriously it's just that's a dumb answer i give to people but i'm like man you should try working out i like literally say that for everything it's like oh yeah this person's struggling i'm like you should probably try to get them working out it's like oh yeah they're going through a hard time in our relationship it's like you guys work out together it's like oh no you don't I mean, it's a it's an interesting. Like Andre, we had Andre on the yeah. show uh, when we were going through the open, and he was talking about you know he he had gotten himself into a bad situation, you know, and he was a spot where uh, you know alcohol, substance abuse, some he was going down that that path, yeah. and he found fitness, and he found out it's like really hard to be fucked up and working out hard at the same time. Like yeah. it just doesn't go hand in hand. And he was like really started to love how he felt working out and the community, and all of a sudden like everything changed, right? And he upgraded who he was spending time with, yeah. and there was. It's a natural process of selection because I think ultimately as human beings, we are wired to move to that thing that does feel better, right? And it's like when you start to work out and you start to go through that and you have a community, it can replace some of that emptiness and some of that kind of substance abuse stuff that yes. you were looking to fill some kind of a hole. And yeah. it's so I don't want to be trite with my answer of like, get them into the gym, but it's also like, get them into the gym. It is. It is. It, it, you know, you're, you're right. You're spot on. I, you're, totally, I totally agree with that. And it is. It's one of those answers that like you, you've try not to oversimplify it because you know you know how nuanced the problems can be but um one of the things that i really look at uh culturally is coming back to taking personal responsibility uh for your life and and how much of an impact that has on your ability to to go forward and be successful because i mean there's things that are going to happen in our days that we don't control you know what i mean they're just they're things that are out there that just the world is moving around you but you control um how you deal with it how you perceive it and how you move on from it and the gym is one of the just most phenomenal places to work on that and to realize like how much you really can do, um, how strong you really are and not just physically, um, but mentally and how much you can persevere. And so, you know, um, I think having that ability to have some personal responsibility and a positive, um, 
view of yourself uh, is fostered in the gym and translates to so many other areas in our lives. Yeah, it's good for like teenagers and younger kids to get into like some sort of environment. Like if they're not, if your kid's not athletic where they're, you know, they're playing basketball or football or baseball, or they're not some sports superstar at school, like CrossFit's always here. Like you don't really have to be that athletic to do CrossFit. <laughs> we'll, I mean, we'll teach you all the movements, and but it's a great place for, for kids to hang out with their friends, to learn a good work ethic, uh, a good mental state, something that we were just talking about, um, and how to deal with challenging times or problems in a healthy manner versus right. versus because that's probably where you know most kids or most people their their life decisions are are being made are you going to be the kid that in their free time that hangs out with the wrong group of kids who are, are getting into trouble or are you going to go to the gym and and do something productive and, and try to make your day better and then take you down the right path totally agree with that i i have seen it firsthand with a lot of youth that i've worked with over the years and the funny thing about kids is they are going to go where they are loved and and in if if they are being loved by bad people that are doing bad things they're going to be attracted to that and they're going to start doing bad things themselves and they don't realize that and they don't realize because it. they're being bought into this thing that hey like we we like hanging out with you here's something good go do this yes yes in 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 you know the a huge void is making sure that we are connecting kids our youth to positive healthy vibrant communities um because many kids don't have access to that. It's just literally not accessible there. It's not in their neighborhood. It is not, it is not in the culture that they've been brought up in. And, and so, so reaching out and making those connections and showing kids that, you know, if you don't like church, that's fine. You don't got to go to church. There's a CrossFit gym right here. That is a positive place that does a lot of things that church does, but it does, it's not going to, it's not going to, you know, try to turn you into a, um, somebody that, or, or push your, your views, so to speak. It's just a place that is a positive, healthy community where where you're going to be surrounded by people that are positive, successful, healthy people. Um, so I, I really think that that is so important is connecting connecting our youth to positive communities that 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 love them and in in keeping them away from unhealthy communities that that may that they may think love them but they they actually don't. They're 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 setting them up for failure in life. That's definitely one of the things I love um, just shouting back out to our community. You know, I've been at Industrious for about a year now. And I, like I said, I got two little kids. So my oldest, my son is nine, just turned nine and my daughter's seven. And I absolutely love bringing them into the gym and giving them an opportunity to see a community that is, um, uh, takes care of itself and is so excited about it. And also see an opportunity, get an opportunity to see uh, men and women, all shapes and sizes, um, striving to do better, to, to be better. Um, during the open, it was hilarious. My kids would, you know, come in, my wife would bring them in to, to watch me do it. And I, I swear every single time, uh, my daughter would be like, yeah, but is Tia, is Tia going? Do I get to watch Tia as well? <laughs> yeah. And, but for me, it's so cool to, uh, give them that example uh, of what they can be if they want to. And, and that, you know, it, it doesn't matter who they are or what they look like, um, boy, girl, you know, you can be strong, uh, you can be active, uh, you can be happy. It's cool, man. You're probably, uh, you're probably like one of the most in shape and, and strongest like people in your kid's life. How cool is that Yeah. to be their dad and to be that role model? 
Yeah, I, it's a pretty cool thing when you <laughs> think about it, right? So rad. I mean, think about that. That's yeah. amazing. I didn't grow up like that. I mean, that's an incredible gift you're giving them right there because ultimately that imprint will last a lifetime and then bring him into an environment that's so inclusive. My daughter's the exact same way with Tia, too. She loves Tia. She's always like bummed when we go to class and Tia wasn't like the one teacher. Like, I thought Tia was teaching this class. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it, 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 is, it is such a powerful thing when, when you know, in, even for people that aren't kids, you know, just connect yourself to a positive community a, a positive place that that you see people improving themselves um, and they're there to support you while you improve yourself and you know that's that's the gym's purpose if you look at our mission purpose and value statement our purpose is to ch- to to change individuals to change communities if you change the person you change the community for the better and so so that's that's what our purpose in life that's our purpose for existing is to improve the individuals that are out there so that we can all improve our community collectively because we're better versions of ourselves as a result. Heck yeah. Marcus, what, um, you know, if you're going to encourage somebody who's out there and, you know, may, maybe they are not at the gym and, but they're hearing this, maybe they come across this podcast and something about this story kind of strikes them. What would you encourage somebody who's maybe uh, thinking about their fitness or they're maybe wanting to embrace it, but they're not quite there yet? Oh, just start, just, just get in. I mean, um, there's no no better place that you're going to walk into uh, that'll help you along that path that'll cheer for you while you do it um, wherever that starting point is and I mean the, the cool thing is is that um, you you really teach yourself that you can do hard things you can do stuff that's difficult um, and just because it you know it um, it looks intimidating off the bat or, or whatever the case may be like you you can do these things and you might put a little bit of work to get there but uh, like I I don't remember if uh, I said it here, but, you know, looking at Fran uh, as one of the first workouts that um, I'd seen when I got into CrossFit, I'm like, man, I hope someday I can finish that. Well, I can, I can tell you I can finish that workout now. Um, <laughs> really and, fast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it, it's it's just a process. It's a journey. It's really cool. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Now, I think, Jer, you had a, you kind of wanted to take us down a fun route as, yeah. a, as we're kind of wrapping this thing up. So we want to do like some rapid fire. Yeah, yeah we're going to put we're going to put Marcus on the spot here and get to know him just a little bit more. So these are just uh, either or questions. So we'll just rip through them real quick. Just give me, I'm going to give you one or two and you just pick one first thing off the top of your head. Okay. You ready? All righty. Drive a manual or automatic? Manual. Marvel or DC? Marvel. Snatch or clean and jerk? Oh, snatch. Hamburger or hot dog? Hamburger. Lake house or city mansion? Lake house. Would you rather be the big spoon or the little spoon? (laughs) Big spoon. (laughs) (laughs) Never will be. I'm so short. (laughs) Uh, Cat or dog? Dog. Summer or winter? Summer. Black coffee or cream and sugar? Can I do just cream? Just cream. Yeah, that's fair. No sugar. That's fair. Uh, Book (laughs) or movie? Book. Road trip or airplane? Oh, Airplane. I'd like to think road trip because they're super fun, but I just want to get there. With three kids. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The notebook or Fifty Shades of Grey? Oh, uh, notebook. Uh, (laughs) Run or bike? Run. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Beer or wine? Breakfast for dinner too, by the way. (laughs) Um, Beer. (laughs) Uh, Glass half empty or half full? Half full. Half full. Nice. That's good. I like those. (laughs) Yeah. Those are really good. Spaghetti or meatball? Meatball. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> but the pairs well with spaghetti. Yeah. Pizza or tacos? Tacos. 
grain free. man. This has been an incredible show, man. And you know, thank you for being here. Thank for thank you for everything you do. Thanks for sharing with us too, just kind of transparently and authentically your journey and how the gym has had an impact on you, how fitness had an impact on your life, and uh, you're doing some incredible things. And we're all blessed to have you in this community, man. So thank you, thank you, man. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Marcus. Thanks for tuning into the show. This podcast has been brought to you by Local Business Academy. Tune in next week for a brand new episode. Like, share, subscribe, and leave us a review.